Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Well, hello all the way from Florida. We've got Gina. Coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Swampy Tampa, Florida. Wow. We didn't know if we would be able to do this, but we're FaceTiming and I'm recording and we'll see. It's not going to be the best audio. I have a thing about the audio, but I'll try to work it so it sounds good. But at least, I mean, I can see you and we can have this conversation. Listen, we pride ourselves on our audio, so one crappy audio podcast is not going to kill us. I don't think so. Or you. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> but we have shit going on over the weekend, and you're not coming back till late Friday night, so we have to do this now. It's now or never, Anne. It's now or never. Uh, your hubby doing okay at home all by himself? <sighs> well, he's, as you know, my daughter is on vacation for two weeks, so he's dog-sitting. Little did he know that I would have to be in Florida for a week, so he's solo with the dog. <laughs> Which has been quite the adventure so far. When I am there, the dog's totally fine. I have no issues, no problems. The first night, he couldn't get the dog in the crate. He let the dog out of the crate. So my daughter brings these um, carrots that she froze. And she said, give him a frozen carrot and he'll go and gnaw on that in his crate and he'll be fine. So puts the dog in the crate, goes to bed. The dog's barking, barking, barking for an hour. So he lets the dog out of the crate. He ends up sleeping on the couch. He wakes up in the morning only to step in dog oh. vomit. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, no. What do you think? The dog is stressed? Well, it's he threw up his carrot. Does he normally <laughs> throw up the carrot? Oh, no. no. <laughs> so he steps in it. So I've got these two <laughs> orange piles. He sends me a picture, right? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you got to clean that up. And he's like, I don't know how to clean it. I'm like, just go get my Chinese I was going to say, the, 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 go get the shit, we call it the, the shit, um, soap. shit stain soap and clean up that <laughs> carrot vomit. So guess what took the stain out of the carpet? Wow. The Chinese shit stain soap. That stuff is I a know. miracle bomb. <laughs> Tried and proven to be a well, miracle soap. I have not seen him out walking the dog, so. Oh, hell no. He's afraid the dog is going <laughs> to lose the dog. <laughs> So oh, it's boy. been the adventure. The dog slept in our room last night. In the bed? Do you think he's getting in the bed? No, no. <laughs> no, he slept on the floor, but he said the dog was up all night. And he let, It's just been, it's been, he's going to Tahoe the minute I get home. So what do you think the problem is? The dog has no respect for Troy, but he has respect for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he lets the dog run him. So my oh. daughter doesn't know any of this. Oh, hell no. She can't know. <laughs> She might come home early because of this. So what's been going on with you? Nothing. It's been very quiet. I've been catching up on a lot of TV. Thank you very much. Oh, I was watching the Hillsong. It oh. was, I am three or four episodes in. It is a fucking disaster of a church. And the one guy, the main guy that you were talking about. Yeah, Luntz. Carl Luntz. Carl Luntz. I mean, he was just a cog in the wheel, as they say. But he was still a cog. Oh, he was he was a big cog. <laughs> <clears throat> I know it makes you skeptical now about all it's all of these churches. So speaking of religion, <laughs> the Duggars, I binged that in no time flat. I could not believe how similar it their I what is it, I B P L or something like that? I B L P. IBLP, how similar it is to Scientology. Ooh, it was crazy. Minus the aliens. It's called Shiny Happy People, and only one of the Duggar girls, Jill, is interviewed for this documentary. She said she wanted to tell her side of the story, wanted to have her voice heard. Well, she doesn't talk to, I don't think, any of her siblings. She said, "We're I'm totally disconnected from them. They don't want to have anything to do with me, basically. She has to talk to the, because Ginger is another one who escaped that religion, and I guess her family, too. And then the other, there's another one, too. Are they all Jill or Jay names? I yes. think they are. Yeah, they are. So there's a couple of them that remove themselves from that religion. But they, but, but Jill, Jill didn't say who she spoke to anymore. True. That's true. So I'm London not sure. prison, because he's a pedophile. Uh, and that one, they went in deep. Josh. Now, Bill, Billy Bob, or what the fuck is his name? John Bob. <laughs> the dad? I think it's Jim Bob. Jim, Jim Bob. Jim Bob and his wife. God damn. I know their name. I'm is gonna call escaping. her Karen. 
<laughs> but Michelle, is it Michelle? Maybe. They, I don't know. I, you know what? There's I'm so wiping them off. I remember. She, they are absolutely horrible people. They knew about their sons raping their daughters. Their three daughters were raped by their son. They knew about it, sent him away for a little bit, brought him back in, got him married off so they wouldn't have to explain anything. And then he kept fucking doing it. Disgusting. Disgusting. I know. They're all disgusting. And it makes me wonder. I didn't know this religion had their own quote unquote workbooks, their oh, own yeah. teaching. So they're all homeschooled and they don't learn anything. So it's a lot like Scientology where they just keep them so sheltered that they can't escape this shit. It was the main guy. There was one guy who was the head of the teachings who preached. Who was also a pedophile, yeah, by the way. Yeah, and who preached marriage and devotion this guy wasn't even fucking married and had no children, at least by any wives. There was many women who lived with him at this, quote, institute. This is where it kind of sounds like Scientology, where they go yeah. and they work at the institute. And that's a privilege to be doing that and to be in the presence of this man. And he was just a disgusting human being. So when he was taken down, they were building up Jim Bob to be the next leader of this and then Jim Bob decides he's going to go into politics thank god he's lost both times but now his son his other son is trying to get into politics I know it's crazy there it there's a very um big focus on infiltrating government so that they could spread their teachings but this one guy who started this religion he just decides he's going to make up this bullshit religion and he wrote all the books himself, like Scientology writes all the books themselves. And then they teach these people about what their beliefs are, but nothing of substance, no math, no English, no history, no nothing. It's disgusting that these are tax-exempt groups. I don't even want to call them churches because I they don't even qualify as a church. And they're allowed to get away with this shit. Nobody's monitoring them. Well, Jim Bob was used by this group to show, look at how great we are. Look what normal people we are. And they filtered out the real parts of their lives that are shitty, the beatings that the kids got, the discipline. They had this, that guy, that main guy, whatever his fucking name is, show how to discipline a child, spanking them, spanking them harder. Your hug wasn't strong enough. You got to come back over here. I'm going to spank you more until you hug me the right way. It was so disgusting. How about the blanket training? They put the little infant babies on these blankets and then put a toy right outside of the blanket. And if they go to reach for that toy, which is the normal inclination for any child, they discipline them for doing mm-hmm. that. And that they, it starts that young. Yeah. It's a it, control thing. It's all control. So Jim Bob had all the kids sign contracts with TLC. And then even when they were adults, Jim Bob signed for the children. They signed. But Jim Bob was like, okay, they're still under my care. So when Jill was like, you know what? I think we may not film unless we get some of the money. And Jill and her husband are living in freaking El Salvador trying to make ends meet, doing missionary work. And Jim Bob's like, yeah, no, sorry. You signed a contract. I'm not giving you any of the money. And they're like, I'm out. Fuck you. I'm out. Unbelievable. What parents fucking do that? It's disgusting. Ugh. You have said that word disgusting so many times. That show because that would have been tragic if they let that show continue and let them keep collecting a paycheck because it was terrible. I feel bad for those little kids and the people that were doing the filming and all that. They didn't really talk to them, but I think that the filming was done by people of their church because otherwise, well, TLC. Do you think those people that work for TLC would be okay with the way they spoke to their children off you know, camera? it's all about the dollar. I don't know. True. It's hard to say. True. It's hard to say. Anyway, a lot of this re- religious shit. So we have, the, yeah, shiny, happy people. That was the Duggar story. And then Hillsong, the secrets of Hillsong Church. And ugh, I can't even finish that. I'm like, just, I, ugh. I just feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I feel dirty. Um, let's lighten things up. I watched the first episode of Stars on Mars. Oh, and how was it? <laughs> it's semi-entertaining. I know who every single person is. I mean, there's two sports figures who I don't know who they are, but I mean, the concept's kind of fun. You know, it's how stupid. How is uh, Schwartzy doing? Schwartz is coming off like Schwartz. He 
Schwartz coming off like a nice guy that, you know, do do do. I'm just Schwartz. Did you listen to him on Brittany and Jack's podcast at all? I did. He, I mean, he didn't tell anything that we didn't already know, but he is really leaning into the fact that Sandoval, as he said, sold him his shit bill of goods. <laughs> Well, it sounds like he's realizing how manipulative of a friend Tom Sandoval has been to him. I hope so. And Jax is the one to point it out, which is kind of scary. I know. Of all people. (laughs) This last episode. So can we want to roll into Vanderpump since it's so fresh on our minds? Oh, man. Were you disappointed about what the big reveal was going to be? I think because everybody's been talking about it so much that I pretty much knew it wasn't going to be some big revelation. I don't understand how this is going to impact whether or not people sign their contracts because, I mean, I think the big reveal was that Raquel came clean and said, yeah, that Sandoval had her lie. And now watching it after knowing, I mean, he's an even bigger piece of shit than we thought he was to begin with. Yeah, and I think I think James was the one who said, when you guys watch this, you'll think you already knew how bad it was, but you'll remember it was even worse. And that's how I did feel. I didn't feel like they were going to have to rethink, ooh, maybe I'll be on next season. It's just Tom Sandoval comes out like a bigger douche. Did I feel sorry for Raquel in any way whatsoever? Um, Maybe in the moment of her realizing and crying and she looked scared that's what I felt kind of sad about she looked scared that uh oh I'm gonna be doing this Tom's gonna never speak to me again I think that's why she was crying to be honest I think it had nothing to do with feeling bad about what she did I don't think it had anything to do with having empathy for Ariana I think it was oh shit if he's mad at me I've got no one and she kind of said that didn't she yeah, she said, Tom's the only one I have right now. Well, and I apparently she still has him because they're corresponding. But man, what a piece of shit. Mm. I mean, Oof. for him to just, for him to flat out lie again, like, just tell the whole truth. Why? It's it's such a minute little thing. Like, they all knew you were sleeping together the whole time. Paul and Patrick said they saw them making out in Mexico. So we knew that something had happened there. So what if you fucking slept together, you know, instead of kissed? Well, I mean, are we going to really go, oh, God, well, he's not that bad. He only slept with her one time. It's not going to change our opinion of him. Not at all. We knew he was lying to begin with. When Paul and Patrick said that, and then Rachel said in Mexico, they slept together multiple times. We knew she ended up getting a room by herself where she was supposed to be sharing a room with someone. She explained, and that was probably when Paul and Patrick saw them, that she saw um, Sandoval in the hallway. He was wasted. He didn't know where he was going. So she said, come in here or whatever. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It, it's just, ugh. I, I, I mean, they did pounce on her, but she was just a flatliner. There was no emotion. There was no... Nothing, and everybody's talking about her mental health. Well, I keep, <laughs> I keep seeing that people are like, God, you know, she is human, and they did pounce on her, and it was pretty hard. What what people are forgetting is, this is all in one day. For us, this has taken three weeks. When we see that last night's episode, and we see her walk out, she's all fucking confident, by the way. She was not walking out all sad. She was like, hi, Andy. There was no emotion. That's the same day. So, of course, they're still pissed off. It's not like it's three weeks later. You know, like, we're watching this three weeks later. This is all on the same fucking day. They haven't even been able to address her yet. So, of course, they're going to pounce. Would they have done that today? Probably not in the same way. But this was all done in the same day. And this is the only opportunity they had to speak to her face-to-face. And they were fucking pissed. So, sorry, Raquel, if that was a little hard and a little harsh, didn't seem to bother you. You were still stone-faced. Yeah, I mean, it was all so fresh. And Andy, Andy let her have it, too. Andy called her diabolical. Like, how could you sit there and have a conversation with Ariana about her intimacy with Tom, knowing that you already had slept with him? Even LVP said that 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 was disgusting. LVP was finally like, oh, my God, when I saw that moment, 
I couldn't believe what you had done. And then Tom says, we don't live our lives by logic. Well, no shit, Tom. No shit. He also kept saying, like, it was one time. I don't understand why he kept saying that. It was one time. But it wasn't one time. Well, he wanted everybody to believe it was just the one time and a drunken, you know, fling, and that's all it was. But what did you think about when he was talking about sleeping with Ariana? Because when he, when Ariana told Raquel, yeah, he was sleeping with someone else, me. And then he turned around and said, yeah, with your T-shirt on, that was real sexy. <sighs> I could have punched him in the face. Unfucking believable. But but see, real Tom Sandoval there, that's him. And that's, that's what that's what Ariana said. See this? This is what you want? There you go. You can have him. And I love Lala kept saying, this is the best fucking thing that could have ever happened to you, Ariana. And this that was even before all these opportunities. I mean, she's on the fucking cover of Vogue. Is it Vogue? No, what was it? <sighs> Today I, spoke. I don't know. I no. didn't see it. I saw the Duracell commercial, which was fan-freaking-tastic. She, she has so many opportunities right now. It was interesting, though, that Schwartz, and Schwartz says the dumbest shit throughout the whole entire reunion. Like, he has no filter. He may be smart, but he's just dumb as well, he's, shit. Well, he's, like, trying to lighten it in a just the most awkward way. It's like, no, know your time and place here. It was off. His timing Ugh. was so off. But he said that he actually had chemistry with Raquel when he kissed her. But then when he was on the Jax and Britney podcast, he said there was zero chemistry. Yeah. So what What was it? Because we know there was no chemistry. Because at the reunion, he was still conflicted and still trying to be a friend to Tom and help them out a little bit with their whatever it was. They were trying to do the timeline with how they felt about each other. Now, Andy asks Raquel, why couldn't you just stop? And she's like, because I basically was in love. And then when he asked Tom, are you in love? The way he hesitated was so disgusting. It was just sickening. Like, come on, Tom. If you say no, you're a piece of shit. You say yes, you're a piece of shit. You're already a piece of shit. Just say something. He had nothing. He There was nothing he could say. I did find it interesting that Raquel is so broken and so um, volatile that she would actually propose having a threesome with Tom and Raquel just to keep relationship. Just to keep yes. Tom. She was willing to be just not even a threesome to have like a full on relationship, a throuple. Yeah. Not a relationship with Ariana. Almost like sister wives, one might say. I mean, how, how little does she, she doesn't value herself at all. That's clear. But her behavior is that of like a 16-year-old who has no life experience. I'm just, I just don't I mean, understand sad. her. Well, it did feel like at that interview at the end is when she purely had a breakdown. That was five days after this, though. So she decided to come clean. Do you think in those five days she spoke with Tom and said, I'm going to tell the truth? Or no, she went in there. I feel like she went in there still with the timeline. And then the producer kept saying, why don't you just get it all out now? This is your opportunity. This is your chance. Just tell us everything. Because he kept, that producer kept baiting her a little bit. Like, come on, oh, just totally. tell the whole truth. I don't truth. think she talked to Tom about it. Because I think Tom would have definitely talked her out of it. Don't you? Oh, yeah. We Now, also in the very beginning when she came out and she was trying to get sympathy as well as Tom. But she was saying, you know, they were just so mean to me when I had that breakdown of like Havasu and they showed it. And and Andy was like, they were being really kind to you, trying to figure out what was going on. And she's like, they just proceeded to bash me. What the fuck? What was she watching? That was crazy. And at that point, she had already slept with Tom. So fuck her. That's why she was having a nervous breakdown. And we thought that when we found out later, we thought that that's what was happening. And it was. Yeah. It's crazy. When So then Schwartz says to Ariana, you know, I'm just curious. What did it feel like to have the whole entire nation rally around you? Which I'm actually glad that he said that because it's like, fuck you, Sandoval. Everyone is on her side and not yours. And yeah, and she said it got me through it. I liked that she was able to answer that question. It was the way Tom brought it up because it was very much 
well, Ariana, how does it feel to have everybody around? It was very, like, playful. And I'm like, that wasn't a playful time or a playful moment. Everybody was on 10. And then you were trying to lighten it, which you kind of did. And it gave Ariana that opportunity to thank everybody. It did, but his timing is just so awkward. What about when Sandoval dressed for Raquel at Halloween? And that was after they slept together. That's fucking weird. Another one where Vanderpump's like, I don't get it. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, yeah, I'm not sure. Didn't he say, oh, I saw something online or something about costume? It was weird. He's weird. Also, the necklace thing. I was giving her credit of just liking the necklace. And then they admitted that, no, it definitely was significant to what was going on in their life. She did buy it to have a connection with him. What the fuck? Child. She's a child. Yes. It's like having a half of a heart. Wearing wearing one yeah. half. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, she was kind of medicated, didn't you? She was so, um, like, stoic. There's no... There's no human that reacts like that in that situation unless you're medicated, don't you think? I can't. I I do, honestly don't know. Unless you completely compartmentalize everything that happened in a weird way to justify it, and then you're just acting. Okay, so at this point, Sandoval's like, neither one of us have had time to process this. Okay, I'll give them that. For that moment, they were getting it all. Everybody was yelling at them. You know, they were taking it. She did apologize. She also said she tried to reach out to Ariana. And Ariana's like, I got a fucking text from you. And then I blocked you. But Gina, after the reunion, when they went to that back room and they were Mm. fucking laughing. And she's like, I don't like the person I've become. And then they're, and then they were laughing about like an inside joke and stuff. That's fucking odd. So that's what I'm saying is like on stage, she was very comatose. But then two minutes later backstage, they were giggling. It's odd. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like she wasn't taking it seriously. It's almost like Um, it's, you know what it sounds like? Well, so we know now Tom was guiding what to do, what to say. When this is over, we can be together they forgave Jax. They have forgiven Kristen. They've already forgiven all these other people on the show. They're going to forgive us. We're going to have a storyline. It's going to be me and you, baby. And this this was much harsher than he ever fucking thought. He never, ever thought that it would be like this. How could you? Well, no, because it didn't go as planned. No. But how about Raquel oh. when they're in that back room? The thing that bothered her most was James saying that Allie was an upgrade. I, <laughs> that's what bothered yeah. her out of everything right. that happened. That's what bothered her the most. Yeah, like, I'm sure she's an upgrade. And then they started laughing hysterically. That's what they were laughing at. That was insane. Did you see that Schwartz or Sandoval took a smart water bottle that had brown liquid in it? I'm sure that he probably was taking I'm sure that shots was because I don't know how something. he managed to get through it. But what was Schwartz so upset about taking Xanax and stressed out about? He had nothing to do with any of what was happening with Raquel coming out. No. I think because... So what was his problem? I think he was afraid that he would get even more hate because of the timeline thing and he did know about certain things. I don't know. I think he was just nervous because he didn't want to go against Tom, his little BFF. But now... Just listening to him on Jackson Britney's show, he realizes, fuck Tom Sandoval. He's been using me this whole time. I'm taking a break from him. So there was that rumor. They were talking about the open relationship and that Tom probably told Raquel that she was, they were in an open relationship, him and Ariana. And they're saying that there was the Billy Lee threesome rumor with Ariana, Billy Lee, and Tom. And that's why maybe that came out. And they all agreed that they all had heard that rumor. Yeah, but then Ariana denied that, said that never happened. Yeah. So maybe Tom did hook up with Billy Lee. Who knows? Who who really cares who, at this point? But Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. God. It was something. It was really something. And now they're going to have next week, they're going to have uh, another, like, behind the scenes, unseen footage. They're going to drag this out for as long as they possibly can. They should. 
I'm I'm gonna watch it. Of course. And it's gonna be LVP commenting on what she's seeing. She toned it down a little on this episode because she was kind of supporting Sandoval on episode two or yeah. part two. Yeah. And she kind of leaned in hard on Raquel. I felt like Andy was leaning on her, but he also knows that mentally she's not all there. So he didn't want to he didn't want to go too hard on her. I think Ariana James and Katie didn't say anything, but Ariana James and Lala just pounded her. Oh yeah, I mean Ariana was full of emotion, rightfully so. I'm sure that, like we said, if it was today, she wouldn't have come that hard at her because she realizes how fucking great her life is now. That it's like, <laughs> you know what? You were nothing to me. Be gone with you. Have a wonderful life with Tom. But at that moment, that was her time. I, You know what? She was fired up and she was saying a lot of shit. But, you know, sorry. It was raw. It was raw emotion. I know. I hope she continues to do good things. I hope Rachel gets the help that she needs. And I also hope, as much as I'd like to see it, I really hope that Bravo doesn't bring her back because I don't think mentally that uh, a reality TV show in her state is a good thing for her health-wise. And I hope that they realize that. Leave Sandoval in. But she's too fragile. Yeah, I can't imagine if she's being protected by her family at this point that they would let her. I feel like, you know what? She feels like Britney Spears to me. Like her family needs to come in and take care of her. She needs a conservatorship. I mean, we're laughing, but I feel like it's kind of true. I'm kind of serious. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. She, what what is she, she going to do? Where is she going to go? I think at one point Ariana said, you need help. She goes, yes, I do. Yeah. She said, don't worry about it. I am being mentally evaluated. Right. <laughs> You're so dumb. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am being mentally evaluated. Don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry. I got that taken care of. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, it was just watching that was like, fuck. I was... I was sweating a little bit. Well, I think because we've never seen anything like it before. Never. The raw emotion from every single person. That's fucking crazy. And for her to come out and just be... At one point, she did get up and walk away. And I was like, oh, she's done. And she's like, I just need a drink of water. (laughs) Her her voice was shaking and her throat was dry. Because of medication. Because of medication. Medication, yes. I'm telling you. Maybe she took some edibles or something. That does happen. Remember, you get that cotton mouth cotton thing. Cotton mouth. Mm. <laughs> Poor thing. God. Yeah, that was a Ugh. lot. It was so good. So fucking good. It was. I watched it twice, by the way. I watched it the first time so I could take notes, and then the second time it came on a little bit later, and I watched it for pure entertainment. Do you think Peacock will have it? Like oh, the they're un- going to have the uncut version cut? for yeah. sure. Ooh, I gotta watch watch that that one. I'll watch that. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Uh, OC premiered. Thoughts? Um, You know, this was the first episode. It was just kind of a reintroduction. I feel like it's been a really long time. It has. It's been over a year, right? Yeah, but even this, I realized. Oh, Shannon's still with John Jansen, and they broke up the finale of this. I was thinking in my head that it was the finale of last season. No. It was the fana- it's the finale of this season. So we have a long yeah, ways to go. We see it, right? We yeah. see it on this end of this episode or season. Yeah, but it's like a year and a half ago now. It's I know. That's, that's what I don't like. They filmed this so long ago. We already know everything that's going on. Tamara's talked about it. We're starting with Tamara and Shannon not in a good space, and we know that they're friends now. So it's like, what are we going to see? We know too and much. Why- why did they wait so long to, to release this? I don't know. I think they were just waiting for the right spot to put it in. Not sure. See, I think that's the that's the problem. And that, that that's not good because now it's like we've been waiting so long that we don't even care anymore. I, I know. And they certainly right? gave, they certainly gave Tamara the arrival. They're like welcoming her back with open arms. The whole first three minutes were her riding her motorcycle and the past and what's in the future and Wow. Her mom. Yeah. Her, her mom, mom and David. The mom's boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I want to see more of him. <laughs> well, 
we only saw a picture. I was like, I want, I want to experience David in person. I hope we do get to see. Who picked that picture? That's what I want to know. (laughs) He's like just standing there. That's the picture you're going to (laughs) display. Was that his, was that his, um, E-harmony picture. <laughs> <Could> <laughs> so Terry and Heather Dubrow are back. Ugh, the kissy, lovey, bleh. Of course. Are we going to see them move this season, or has that already <laughs> happened? That was after the season I thought ended. I meant, like, physically move because he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think he gets out of the wheelchair eventually. I loved the fact that Gina kind of ghosted Heather and the reason was that Heather portrays this lifestyle that is like way beyond Gina could ever imagine. And Gina felt like anything she would invite Heather to would be insignificant and not bougie enough. And I'm like, I fucking love that. You were not a real friend, Heather. I'm sorry. You were trying to pluck Gina and show her what the real big life could be like. That's a life Gina's never going to fucking have. Well, it's true. Everything that Gina would have invited her to wouldn't have been up to Heather's standards. So why? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I do too. That's why. Anyway, Gina, I think that's why I don't get invited to a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we've been cut from things. So there's a new girl, Jen. Mm, She's interesting. Yeah. So she's a yoga instructor. They're Jen. The last one was Jen, the yeah. doctor, right? Her boyfriend reminds me a little of Louie. Look-wise, the eyes. Something about the eyes, and he feels a little jersey to me. Well, there's rumors already floating that she maybe cheated on her husband. Mm-hmm. She looks like a completely different person, by the way. From the pictures I mean, that they showed. Shocking. They showed. It sounds like her husband is beloved by everybody, including her family. He works for her family still. They own and live in a house together. So he works in um, Oklahoma, runs her family's business. And then co- when she come, when he comes home to visit the kids, because they have like five kids together, she goes and stays with her boyfriend. If you can have that as a divorced couple, it's great for the kids. But the boyfriend, yeah, the boyfriend doesn't like it. Like the boyfriend is a boyfriend. Why does it need to change? It's not like she's living there with the ex-husband. When he's there, she leaves. Like what a fucking idiot. Yeah. You should be happy that the ex-husband is not around. What does the boyfriend do? Do we know? Mm. No, but Tamara knew him. They met at at Cup Fitness. But I don't know what he did. Oh, wait. Does he? Wait, no. She was a a bodybuilder. Yeah, but they met at Cup Fitness working out at Cup Fitness. Her and her boyfriend. He worked out at Cup Fitness also. Okay. And we're just seeing now that... um, Tamara Soul Cut Fitness. I mean, this is such old news. Oh, it's so long ago. Tamara and Emily made peace. One and the same person or so they say. But wasn't it funny when they were doing the outside yoga and they were all there and it's the first time Shanna and Tamara had seen each other in two and a half years. And then at one point, Gina and Tamara were talking with Emily and they're like, you really need to talk to her and tell her how you feel. And up up comes Shanna. She's like, oh wait, you're talking about me? It's like, never talk around the food. No, no. Especially you know, around the food. Shannon looked amazing. I, I know so she too. probably, they all have work done before the season starts filming, but she looked damn good. She did look really good. I thought Gina looked good. I actually think every single one of those ladies looked fantastic. Emily looked great. I mean, Tamara's had tons of work done, so she looks the same. Heather never changes. No, she doesn't. Terry's doing great work on her. Now, Terry needs somebody to do better work on him. (laughs) She looks great, so he must do really good work, but he can't do any work on himself, so somebody else is pulling pulling it a little too tight. He's too much. He's too much. Too tight. I thought it was a great season opener. I just think it's so dated, but I I was into it. Yeah, it's been a while, so we'll see how it goes. I hope it goes... Well, better than Atlanta is going. God, Atlanta. I don't even, I mean, let's just touch on Atlanta. Ooh, I'm so fucking bored of Atlanta. They are still in Alabama for Kenya's, you know, halftime routine she's doing at the college game. (laughs) And, you know, they kicked her door. She got all fired up. She said she's going to call the police on Marlo. 
so overdramatic. And then she's saying, I only want my core group of friends here. I don't need people here who aren't going to support me. They're like, we don't even know why we're here. You didn't even tell us. So then she tells them, I'm doing a halftime thing. And they were actually more supportive than I thought. I thought I would have been very disappointed if I went all that way to support you and you're surprising us with a halftime dance at a college game. <laughs> I would have been like, that's it. A community college. <laughs> <laughs> But she then, was acting like it was such a big oh, deal. And I'm like, is it really? But then she gets COVID. Well, was it COVID that she no, had she didn't she get COVID. Sick? She was just sick. But I thought, you're not sick, bitch. You're embarrassed. You're embarrassed that that's why you brought them down here and you are faking the sickness. I felt like that. I really did. Then they said she had 102 temperature and stuff. But come on, take some Advil and get out there and dance. Well, I the do. Medics, the medics came and took her to the ER. Yeah, but they have to. If nine, if you call nine one one, why are you calling nine one one? Just go you to the. <laughs> You're at a hotel. Get have your assistant drive you to the hospital. You have to call nine one one at the hotel. So oh, dramatic. Was... She's so full yeah. of dramatics. I do still think she was faking it a little bit, but I don't know. She said it was a big blow to her brand to not be doing, you know, the halftime routine. I'm, okay. I'm sure that Kenya Moore care, hair care is. You know, it's going to fail. I, I, it's going to fail because of that. <laughs> she's going to blame because, it on that. Yeah, because she didn't do that halftime dance. She also was like, I was so out of it. I don't even really remember what happened that night. Did I yell at them? Please, Kenya. You were just <laughs> with them five minutes before. When she was screaming at the door. You know what I think? I think she was embarrassed by the night before when they invited her to that party and they got kicked out. I think she was embarrassed. And so she didn't show up at the fucking halftime show. She pretended like she was sick and I'm dizzy. I don't know where I am. That's such an easy thing to be faking. (laughs) I call bullshit. Show me the thermometer. I want to see the temperature. And so Candy does finally have a talk with Mama Joyce, but Mama Joyce is a basic bitch. She's just an asshole. She she is. And like, how how much longer is she going to let this go on? I mean, Candy said she was going to be firm with her, but she wasn't all that firm. No, she was like, Mom, I've been with him for nine years. You need to get a grip. Deal with it. And Mama Joyce is like, you know, when I'm here, a man should take out the trash. So Ace is six years old. He needs to be, he needs to learn how to take out the trash. That's what a man does. That's why you're <laughs> pissed at Todd. That's what you're upset about. That Todd's, Todd's not taking out the fucking trash? I take out our trash. Like, please, Mama Joyce. And then she was like, if that's what you accept from your man. And then Candy's like, well, where's your man? She goes, well, if I had one. It's like, yes, Mama Joyce. You don't even have a fucking man. So shut up. Move along. Your daughter Move supports it. you. You're not married to Todd, so shut the fuck up. I mean, that's just bad for the kids, too, oh, to yeah. see that. Oh, their yeah. grandmother is behaving like that and talking shit about their dad. Stupid. All right. I'm done with that. Let's talk Jersey because this was another one that I had a hard time watching. Not going to lie. Teresa is, oh boy. She she makes my blood boil watching and listening to her. It's the same as usual. You cannot have a conversation with Teresa. She lies. She has selective memory. And she's a bitter person. And she likes to turn things around. Like you you always say, she's a blame shifter. She's a blame shifter and dumb as a rock because there is no getting through to her. She doesn't understand. She can't comprehend anything. I do love when Melissa said to her, we didn't commit mortgage fraud, doll face. You did. Oh, <laughs> I did yeah. not. I did not. My ex-husband did. Okay. Okay. Well, you went to freaking jail. Clink, clink. I wish I would have said that. Clink, clink. Such a good line. So there apparently there were the emails from from Jacqueline Larita or text messages, right? There was a text that message. Yeah, there was a text message from Jacqueline to Jackie because Jackie was saying I don't think Teresa likes me, and Jacqueline was like, "Oh yeah, this is her. She doesn't like anybody." Blah 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 blah. Well, then Jacqueline came out later and said, "Listen, that's it, it's no secret that me and Teresa had tons of fights that we talked shit about each other all the time. Right now we are in a good place." Okay, Jacqueline. Bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre with those two. What about when she read that, when she read the text, Melissa read the text, and she read it out loud. In the middle of it, Dolores is saying, ooh, you better watch out. You better sleep with one eye open. Why? 
Why? Is Teresa going to go pop popper? Like, give me a fucking break. Why did you have to sleep with one eye open? Is that for real? That's totally threatening. And Teresa's like, yeah, you better watch out now. Why? Because you're reading a text from somebody? That's bullshit. That was actually weird. I was surprised to hear Dolores say that. She's like, oh, Melissa, this is bad. This is bad. And it's like, is it bad? Why? Why is it so bad? That scared me that they were like, oh, Melissa. What the fuck? What is going on in Jersey? Louis in the back, in the green room, shirtless, like pigging out on some fucking Cheetos or something. He couldn't put a shirt on. (laughs) That guy scares me. He He scares me too. And guess what? The only reason why Andy went back there is because Andy was fucking afraid of him. People are like, listen, Joe Gorg is the one who goes off, pops off, beats up people. He he beat up Joe Giudice. It's like, okay, but you think Andy would ever talk to Joe Gorg and say that? No, because he knows that Joe Gorg is not going to hurt anybody. Like in that situation, he knows Joe Gorga. He doesn't fucking know Louie. He's afraid of Louie because Louie's fucking crazy. That's why he had the conversation with him and said, I don't want any fighting here. Let's have it be peaceful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for caring. No, he's fucking afraid of you. <laughs> well, they brought their own security oh, God. to the reunion. Why do they need security? Who do they think they are? Jesus. Louis is so puffed up on himself that he thinks that he's the shit and that he's going to run this. I hope next season they limit his camera time because this guy is so clearly wants to be the star of the show it just pisses me off i don't know if they're gonna be on i don't i don't know what's gonna happen with next season it's it's i don't either but i'm wondering if bravo thinks that louis might be a liability if all this shit about bo deedle and all these background checks and all this other shit is all these phone calls what about the phone calls gina oh okay oh my god did you see the 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 clip that somebody posted that when that came up about the phone calls, Teresa took her phone and did something. And then all of a sudden she got two texts and yeah. what happened was Margaret called it. Margaret's like, Louie knows how to do this shit. I have proof that it's from Louie's phone. Oh no, no. It's just a random person doing this. No, it's not. It's Louie. He's threatening people and he's pretending Oh, no, see, why would I use my phone? I, like, they're setting me up. I wouldn't use my phone. And then he's pretending and he's sending all these other people fake texts, like, from other lines. And it's like, oh, you two are fucking made for each other. You are disgusting and lying and manipulative. It's wild to me. I can't wait till they are sitting up there on that stage and they're going at it at Oh, my God. Next week's going to be good. But do you think Louis does shit behind Teresa's back? Or do you think that she's knows about what he's doing? I think both. Because he's I, clearly doing something. He's doing something. I think he's doing it. He's pretending he's not. And I think there's a few things that he's doing that she knows about. And she doesn't care. Because she's like, guys, my man, he's sticking up for me. I mean, he's doing it for her. Well, I mean, she's denied, denied, denied. But it kind of sounds like she knows about his shenanigans. But she's not going to admit it, obviously. Okay, then um, we found out. The guys were talking about Frank Jr. And he just all of a sudden was showing up to work one day and boom, Louie's business is closed down. Didn't even call Frank Jr. and let him know. Wow. Who does that? Wouldn't re- and wouldn't return phone calls. Nope. Didn't even know. He's like, wow, I, do I have a job anymore? Huh. Yeah. And why is Dolores okay with that? I like how Frank Sr. is sitting on the side, the other side. He's got Joe Gorga's back. Oh, yeah, and they knew before they even went out on that stage, and we'll see it next week, that they were just going to let it rip, that they know who Louis is. And I'm sure they know people, too. Oh, <laughs> Everybody they, knows people they, in Jersey. They all know people. I would be on Frank's side. Frank is a smart man. He may have made some mistakes, but he was a freaking attorney. He's got it in with people. People like Frank. I'd be on Frank's side besides Louis. Also, a new lawsuit. For Louis, his ex fiance. I thought she had already filed a restraining order, but now it's a new one because he's trying shit now. What the well, hell? Did you hear what happened? She apparently she's a therapist of some kind, and allegedly he had someone go in and pose as a patient. 
and the patient ended up telling scary him. scary bullshit is that? What kind of crazy shit is that? And when was that? Was that while he's been with Teresa? He's still doing this shit? I, you know what? I don't know about the timeline. I mean, for her to just recently file a restraining order, I have to believe it's been fairly recently. That's what I mean. This is wild. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. Apparently, Louis also contacted Fuda's son, Jaden's birth mom, mm-hmm. or had somebody mm-hmm. track her down. Yeah, in jail. She's yeah. in jail, and somebody tracked her down. Now, there's a few things coming out about the Fudas right now, some some shady business there, but I don't know. I'm not gonna, I don't know what it is. Poor Danielle was blindsided finding out that Jen had already talked to Melissa about the cheating rumor about kissing the guy in the back of the car. And here Danielle was stressed about it the entire time. And Andy's like, did you know that Jen had already told Melissa? And she's like, no. And then they're like, you were set up. And her face, I felt very bad for Danielle. And then when she went to the back, she told her husband, they set me up. And he's like, what? She's like, they set me up. I felt so bad for her. Danielle needs to fucking jump ship because Teresa and Jen are fucking nasty. Yeah, she's on the wrong side. She and I think is. that she actually, well, obviously she was upset by it. Why would Jennifer Aiden do that? I don't know, but I also and saw Teresa Danielle. wasn't even mad at her for doing no, that. No, and also Danielle and Jennifer were both at Teresa's party, birthday party. So Danielle's not so mad at them. Because they're probably like, no, no, we wouldn't do that. We would, you know, why would we set you up? No, we were helping you get involved, have involvement, have a bigger storyline for yourself. Well, if what everybody's saying is true, that Danielle's desperate to be on the show, of course she's going to align herself with Jennifer and Teresa because that's her ticket to continuing to be on the show. But Jennifer Aiden's a piece of shit. And she something came out earlier today or yesterday that she feels victimized by Andy Cohen, that he talks to Ugh. her rudely every time he's spoken to her. It's not in a nice way. Okay, bye, Jen. Quit the show then. It's just yeah. that Andy's not putting up with bullshit any longer. He's done with the bullshit, and I love it. I love it. Jennifer I love it. I love it. says that Margaret has dirt on everyone and wants to know what she did to Laura to piss her off. And Andy did say that she did try to get on the show, but they rejected her. Production rejected her, and Bravo rejected her three separate times. And Margaret said, I've got nothing to do with it. I tried to get her on the show. They didn't want her. So what? Now, I do think that Margaret does stir the pot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And she needs to kind of pull it back a little because now it's getting to be eh, I think a little she's, too much. I but... think we see her pulling back at the reunion. Yeah. Because she's not jumping in except for saying that her son got, you know, phone calls at work from Louie. Now, that is crazy. That is some crazy shit. Oh, Louie. Oh, my. All these people who love Louie and Teresa, I don't understand. Who loves Louie? I don't know, but they're, you know, posting on our stuff. Whenever we post about Louie, it's like, I love Louie. What? The tree stumps? Tree stumps. (laughs) (laughs) Should we go to Summer House? Yes. I mean, it was a little bit more of the same. I do feel bad for Kyle and Carl and their friendship because you can tell that they both miss each other. I liked how... Carl stood up for himself a little bit more, telling his side of the story, even with regard to Danielle. I think that they can get past it. Like, I think Danielle and Carl can be friends. Lindsay's just a cold-ass bitch. There, you said it, Anne. You said it. She even said, when I'm hurt, I shut down. It's like, even Andy was like, okay, you heard her side of the story. You had no emotion. As you watched it, did you have emotion? She's like... I mean, yeah, of course. It's like, did you? Did you at all? I don't no. think so. She's a little. She got a little Raquel in her. <laughs> she is a cold ass bitch, and I don't like her. I never have liked her. So Corey comes out, and it was so funny because he was saying last time he was on Winter House, and he had that relationship with that girl Jess, and Jess lived in California, and he lived wherever he lives. And he said, you know, I don't do long-distance relationships. And then they're like, well, you and Sam are long-distance. He goes, yeah, I like Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Just shows you if you like someone. They do seem like they're a good match because she's kind of easy. She's not like – Jess was too, like, overbearing. Oh, Jess was – That was never going to work. No. So we find out that Maya and Oliver – 
she, when they broke up, 11 women have contacted her about Oliver and cheating. That's crazy. And she didn't even tell Sierra. Like, Sierra had no idea any of that was going on. No. Well, she's private. She tried to hide it from the cameras, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they also had no chemistry. Um, How do you feel about when they talked about Danielle's breakup with Robert and that she was like, no, during the summer she was happy. She wanted to spend more time with him, but there wasn't like they were going to break up. He was just fine with the amount of time they were spending together. He's very work-oriented. Well, I he didn't – when they were together, he didn't seem like he was that into her. No, he was into partying with the rest of the people. He wanted to have a good time. But then Carl reached out to him, and they met up after the breakup with him and Danielle. And Danielle's like, so you met up with Robert, my ex-boyfriend, but you didn't meet up with me, who we've been friends for years. And I thought that was very eye-opening. Even Carl was like, yeah. Like, he realized what he did. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. It was. It was shitty. I did kind of feel for Carl when he was admitting to showing up to work all coked up and that Kyle had kind of exposed all that and that was embarrassing. And then he admitted to talking about his brother and his brother's drug issues and that caused a big rift between he and his brother. I didn't realize that he and his brother hadn't spoken when his brother passed away because of that. Because of this. Oh, I mean, that would be a lot to, no wonder he's dealing with so much. Finding this out, like we knew that him and his brother were at odds because the brother was an addict. But little did we know that he was having his own addiction issues and calling his brother out was just taking the focus off him. I kind of feel like Lindsay enjoys the fact that he's he needs something and she's that something that he's a little bit broken. Don't you feel like she kind of enjoys that? Sure, because she can fix him. Whatever he's got going on, she can be the rock and fix. He needs her. She's never felt needed by any of these other random boyfriends. So the fact that he really does need her and needs her support, yeah, she loves it. And maybe maybe it will work. It did sound like Lindsay and Danielle had some sort of a come-together Jesus moment. Well, Andy kind of pushed it. Like, can't you see why she was mad? And can't you see this? And trying to foster something there. And I don't know. Hope I hope they do. Maybe it won't be the same, but... I don't think that Lindsay's going to let it go. And I did think that Paige telling Lindsay what Danielle said about her relationship with Carl is what really pissed her off. And that's what she said. She said, was it that I said that or was it because it came from Paige? Which I mean, was shitty. Paige it was shitty. Paige shouldn't, ever said that. Paige shouldn't have done that. But Paige, no. doesn't, Paige doesn't like Lindsay, so she's going to get her. Yeah. Not realizing she's throwing Danielle under the bus. However, it's all on TV. Lindsay would have seen Danielle saying it to Paige. So it really doesn't matter. She said it. It doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. no matter how, even if Danielle herself told Lindsay, it wouldn't have gone well. Right, right. So we do we still have one more episode or is that it? Are they done? Um, No, they, they, that was it. Didn't they do a toast at the end and they had a little shot? Yeah, it was the end. Kyle did a little toast with a little oh, yeah, yeah. boy shot glass. That's right. And yeah, and Carl's was water. That's right. Do you think they're actually going to get married in November as scheduled? Probably. And probably and on film. Will Danielle... Oh, yeah. For sure they're going to want it filmed. Yes, Danielle will be invited. they're going to want paid for it. Do you think Danielle's going to be there? She'll be invited because they don't want to look like assholes. <laughs> um, touching on Martha's Vineyard, Bria... Oh, gosh. She's just still so upset that everybody's pissed about her boyfriend coming to stay for the week his name's Simon and so she's staying in bed and feeling sorry for herself it's like go the fuck home you're not that interesting (laughs) she just is drama and she fucking loves it so in the end Simon comes and he seems very nice and he brings them all very nice watches Versace watches worth $1,200 each. Well, then we find out he works for a fucking watch company or whatever. But they instantly liked him because of that. Really? You're being bought? Yeah, I, that's I mean, true. But did they let him stay for the full week? or Because they had a meeting and they said three days was the max, which I didn't understand. I was like, well, if he's staying three days, let him stay two more. <laughs> I know. He'll stay for the whole time because he bought them fucking watches. And then he brought champagne. <laughs> they have to let him stay. He seems like a nice guy. It it's very odd to me that him and Bria are in this very serious relationship and he lives in fucking Germany. When's the last time they saw each other? 
I don't, well, I think she goes there, but um, she's kind of a lot. Yeah. So Silas and Jasmine have really loud sex and everybody in the house can hear it. So they told them, you know, you need to quiet it down a little bit. So she quiets it down and he's like, yeah, no, I don't want to have sex with you if you're quiet. It's like non-appealing to me. What a fucking asshole Silas. Sorry, I only like you if you're going to be loud. Why don't they go in the guest house and let somebody else take their room? Also, Gina, I'm sorry, Silas. You can only get off if I'm loud. Fucking man up. Please. Man up. Please. God. Okay, so I caught oh, up. Few, I caught up on Below Deck, Gina. It is so good right now. It's it's Colin and Daisy, and they're hooking up. And I'm not sure if they slept with each other, but then we found out later that Gary slept with Daisy. Like, they had slept together. So Gary's telling Colin, like, no, I don't care. You know, I like you and Daisy together. But really, he went up and told Daisy, yeah, I'm a little jealous of you and Colin. Like, Gary is fucking with her, but she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she said her and Colin don't speak anymore, and she's really pissed at Colin, and her and Gary are close or friendly or whatever. So I don't know what's going to happen. Well, it sounded like, because I watched that episode too, but it sounded like Colin maybe was seeing someone else because she said something that made you believe that he wasn't being honest with her. Yeah, that is what it sounds like. Not Colin. I love Colin. I know. Colin's the one that we like. Man. Or liked. <sighs> Colin's well, got the little boy, too, right? He's got a son. He I might. think he has a son. He might. I mean, there was the, the captain, that hot captain that had a son. No, this was early in this Colin's. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do kind of recollect that. I think you're right. Well, now um, we have to hate Colin, too. I don't want to hate Colin. <laughs> I want to hate Gary. <laughs> So when did Gary and um, Daisy sleep together on this? No, on this no, cruise? before this. Oh, okay. So fucking good. And I don't think Colin knew that Daisy and Gary slept together, but Gary, of course, told him. Of course, Gary slept. How are women like attracted Ugh. to this guy? He's like a magnet. <laughs> it's those golden locks. He's so disgusting. Okay, there's two things with maths that I'm disappointed with. Where? Why aren't we getting maths UK anymore? Yeah, what happened? It dropped off just when so it was getting pissed. good. So pissed. What the hell? I don't know, but we're not getting those episodes. So now I'm stuck with freaking math. Two hours of them just meeting at parks and having conversations I don't care about hearing. I'm just over it. But Kirsten and Jasmine are going to start a bachelorette party business. The whole conversation is like they're out of high school and they're, they're like, other people are making money doing this. Let's us do it. It, oh, God. Yeah, so they're talking about doing that. Um, Kirsten does not want to be friends with Shaq. They meet up at the park. Shaq wants some sympathy from her with regard to his grandmother dying. She's just kind of got nothing. She's another Raquel. No emotion, which that's kind of the way she is. She doesn't really yeah, didn't seem to have much. did she reach out to him and, and give her condolences and let him know that she was sorry that his grandmother passed? I mean, she did reach out, right? Gina, it's Shaq. He needs more. Oh, my God. He's so fucking needy. He's like, I really want to be friends. She's like, I'm kind of good. Like, we need to move forward. I agree with her. But he's like, yeah, look at her. Look at her. She didn't give me anything. She didn't even, like, hug me. It's like, shut up. She already sent you a message. She already called you. It's over. It's um, So, I haven't watched, but what is? did Gil come into play? Oh, yeah. So, Dominique and Gil had a FaceTime. I feel like she thought it was a date. It was clearly not a date Gil is not interested she's like somebody asked me of all the people who would I be interested in and I said you and he's like oh thanks that's flattering mm-hmm. that's about it like he gave her nothing <laughs> he's so cute and then he's like um okay well you know I gotta get going she goes well we should keep in touch he goes yeah I'm really busy the next four weeks <laughs> and then and then they get off, and the producer asks her, how do you think it went? And she's like, I think it went really well. I mean, he was not interested in her. He's so fucking cute. She's like, I like the way he speaks. He's so smart. I mean, and he was saying, I just started dating, um, and it's been a while. You need to give yourself time. Like, he was not interested in her in the least. Also, when they had the FaceTime, his was perfectly situated, and she had her low and up. It's like... I mean, if you're going to FaceTime with a guy, you need to set your angles. 
<laughs> in the right position. Like we are now, we're face to face. That's right. I don't think I'm in the right angle though, Anne. <laughs> oh, and then we have the conversation with Gina and her attorney asking about the divorce, what to expect. It's so dumb. She's like, so I have an LLC and is that going to affect the divorce? Girl, you were married for six weeks. You think an LLC, you think he has rights to your LLC now? And then she says, what about my dog, Hank? Oh, okay. And the attorney's like, well, did you have the dog before? Yes, for four years. Okay. This is a little storyline that they are trying to make a big deal like he's going to steal Hank. Please. Well, that's why it led up to the, the clips that we saw where she's saying, well, he can't take my dog. <laughs> yeah, that was talking to the attorney. And he did take him out to like different areas around Nashville. And it looked like the courthouse. So, of course, it looks like he's at the fucking courthouse, uh, you know, pleading to get Hank, please. And he's really at the park across the, the dog right. park across the street right. from the courthouse. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah, dumb. I don't think I can go on watching this. It's going to well, be too much. Well, they thought they were doing us a favor, right, by giving us all these extra episodes, but we don't care. No. I saw somewhere that there might be in a couple weeks a back, the couples all back together and a real follow-up. So I, I'll watch that, but I don't want to watch this fake little stuff here. No, made-up stories? Mm-hmm. Okay, girl, my um, phone battery is down to 9%. <clears throat> yeah, mine's so. going too. So this is it. It's a wrap. We, we did will, it. Um, I'm so glad we were able to do this and we can get a show out this week. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Thank you for your reviews. reviews. Have a wonderful weekend. We will be back face-to-face -face next week. Promise. Bye. Bye.